another episode of the Coffee Creators Podcast. I am your host, Michael, and I have a special guest today. Um, his name is Sebastian. We just met, like, yeah. not even five minutes ago, I think. And I am going to try. Yeah, about. He was teaching me how. He was teaching me how. I'm very embarrassed, but I have to try <laughs> how, to, to try to pronounce his name, and I apologize. Sebastian. Okay, I forgot about it. <laughs> Jubinville? <laughs> how, how do you say it? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. I feel bad, but thank you for letting me try. No, no, no. That was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> so how are you, Sebastian? How are you doing? Pretty fine. Pretty fine. And you, how are you doing, I'm good. Michael? So let's, uh, let's give a little bit of context to the, for, for the audience, for yeah. the listeners. So I just recently started the second half of this season of the Coffee Creators Podcast. And, you know, the first mm -hmm. half, I was very excited because I was trying a new format. So I was trying to do a little bit more of an interview style, and I was inviting all these like famous. Some some of them are famous, and some of them are like smaller, yeah. but essentially, you know, I was inviting creators of all sorts to the podcast, and I would try to interview them. But I'm not the best interviewer. <laughs> I really am not. <laughs> I find my. I, I think I'm just one of those people who are genuinely curious to hear about what people. Yeah. Um, what their journey's like, what their story, or you know, to listen to their story. But I couldn't really mm -hmm. translate that into like an interview style. And so while that half yeah. of the podcast was, was great, I'm like, you know what? I think I want to go back to the essence of this podcast when we started this uh, about three years ago, which is just a normal conversation. So that said, when I opened up the, the, the second half of this season, I posted on Instagram saying who would like to be a guest on the Coffee Creators Podcast. And I actually got a couple of responses. <laughs> and one of them was from Sebastian. And I remember exchanging messages and emails with him. And he was saying that, why would I take uh, um, a chance on, on him as a guest? And I'm like, why not? You know, you, you don't have to be um, anyone in particular. You don't have to have a large following because I'm genuinely interested to hear you know, what other people have to say, especially, you know, in this field, the mm -hmm. creative field. And so I am very honored to have you as a guest and I'm excited. I, I am honored to, to, to be part of your, your, your podcast, man. Oh dude, like, I'm so excited to hear, to hear what you have to say. Cause like I said, we, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't, I mean, we just met like five minutes ago. So yeah. we're going to figure out exactly. what exactly you do. I know you're a photographer. I know you said you work mm -hmm. in, was it marketing? Did you mention marketing? Yeah, Your marketing? communication marketing in a regional park. Okay, in Canada. Yeah, in Canada. Got it. Quebec, okay, so let's especially. let's do a quick introduction. So, um, how about you tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, uh, business wise, like uh, like I said, I'm a communication and marketing agent in uh, Quebec, Canada. Uh, so I'm the uh, director of everything was uh, advertising. Uh, Everything from uh, podcast, video, photo, uh, everything like that. So that's my main job, as I might say. I I, I have a side job that which is a photographer, a videographer, and uh, a podcast in French. So mm -hmm. uh, that's being a lot on the of podcast jobs. won't that's be a lot of jobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know what they say: when you find a job that that you love, you don't work it in your mm -hmm. in your life. Mm -hmm. So that's where. At 42 years old, I've been, I mean, I, I had a, a big journey. I, I worked through all sorts of, of jobs. But now, at 42 years old, uh, father of a soon-to-be three-year-old boy, I, I find myself on my expat, if I, if, I, if I might say. I don't know if it's the right words. And that's where, like I said, maybe some of your, uh, the people who listen to your podcast might, uh, might stumble. Mm -hmm through my, uh, my my expression or something like that. But what I want to say is I find my expat on which I always wanted to be. Okay. So that's I have the balance between my job, my passion, my family, my friend, and everything like that. So that's a big, big phrase to say that I, I'm a communication and marketing agent. Uh, I do photo, video, and podcast. Okay, yeah. So no, that's yeah. a great <laughs> introduction. And actually, when you said expat, like, I immediately understood what you meant. And so let's let's mm -hmm. let's uh, let's try to dissect this. Okay, so you and I are, yeah, yeah. are roughly the same age, basically, and this is it's mm -hmm. very refreshing to hear um, 
someone's perspective. You know, I think I've only had maybe two other people on the podcast that were my age. So this is, um, it's nice to hear stories from someone who, you know, I I love everyone that I've, I've had, you know, as a guest and to hear their perspective, but I want to hear someone's journey with, with all that experience, with all that, you know, finding, because I, if I'm not mistaken, just from, just from what you just said earlier, it sounds like, it took you a long time to figure out what you wanted to do, to figure out, to find your X-Files. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because that, that's how exactly. I am. Exactly. Like, I started this journey. I was already 37. Okay. Yeah, I think I was 37. About, about the same age yeah. as me. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, this this alone, I think we have a lot to talk about already. And, you know, yeah, we, yeah exactly. very briefly, we talked about imposter syndrome and, and yeah. you know, how it always shows up and it it's always... It always makes you feel bad, but I think I think as as I age, as as I get older, you know, maybe hopefully a little bit wiser, I start to care less. We should we should right? Yeah, yeah. I start yeah. to care less about exactly. that and more about what really makes me happy. So I want to hear your journey. Exactly. Like, how did you get from from your day job to sudden, not suddenly, but gradually having a lot of these other things that you do on this side that are more on the creative side, I think let's, uh, let's hear that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. how did that ins- or what was the inspiration or what led you to this path? Yeah. Well, to, to, at the beginning, I was always, uh, an, an artistic kind of, uh, a kid. When I was uh, young, I used to draw, mm. uh, I used to play music. I used to, so I was always in the creative, uh, state of mind. But I worked, uh, I think, maybe 13 years in a woodworking company. Uh, so I, I was the designer. So I, I designed uh, kitchen, bathroom, uh, commercial plants and everything like that. So the creative side was there. So I worked uh, 13 years in there. Then I switched to uh, a food company to be uh, the, the, the representative on the road. To uh, And then... And, uh, and, and beside that, I, I, I've always liked photography. I, uh, I remember when I was like in 2000, so I was like about 19 or 20 years old. Uh, I went to the East Coast uh, in, in the Maine and Vermont with my brother to have a little brother trip. And I bought those uh, disposable camera in 2000. That was, that was a thing, I, th- yeah. I guess. Yeah. And back then, I, I already have had a, a, a kind of crush with photography mm-hmm. to, to, to kind of trying to comp- make the right composition and everything like that. But uh, that was the 2000. So if you if you are not a photographer back then, it, not that it wasn't work worth it, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then uh, back in the, tu- in the 2000s, the phones were like flip phones. Yeah. The Nokia's, the Motorola. The camera w- w- was... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so w- we didn't have the opportunity to 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 make quick pics uh, everywhere. When we so I bought a Canon power shot like uh, a two thousand or something like okay, that, yeah. a, a little power shot. Mm-hmm. So, and then I just, I just, uh, I discovered what photography meant and what we can do with this and how capturing moments uh, could affect. All the memories, all the when we say that an uh, an image, uh, 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 I don't know what to say this in English, but uh, worth a thousand words. Oh, a picture is worth uh, a thousand words. words. A picture, yes. it's worth a thousand mm-hmm. words. I found that photography was all about that. You take a picture, you can capture the moment, the the, the emotion, and everything like that. But at that time, I didn't, I didn't know that I could even make a, a penny with this and that's that w- that never was the plan to make cash with photo so i put that aside and then the uh smartphone era can came so it was easy to take photo when i began instagram i was like everyone i took a uh, picture I, I i put some dowdy f- filters on those with that the the, the, the yeah. frame about <laughs> That, that, that was the plan uh-huh. back then in, in, on Instagram. But about, I would say, so I, I, I went with my smartphone for about 
maybe seven, eight years. But as soon as I took my smart, uh, my, my, my Canon uh, power shot, I, I don't remember the, 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 the model, but that was, I think, a 2000, mm -hmm. I think. But and then I began to make videos and I had back then a uh, three on three basketball league. And we, we, we took, we, we took my, my power shot and I, I bought a little gorilla pod, yeah. tiny, tiny, tiny little gorilla pod. And we put it uh, above the rim and all crazy places. And I was like, man, that's cool. <laughs> Man, that's cool to, to, to have that kind of... And I was playing with a movie maker and yeah. something like that. So nothing crazy. And then the, the big switch came, unfortunately, but I'll, I'll explain. Okay. I, I, I lost my father in 2017. Uh, my father was sick and uh, I lost him. So I, and I was at that time 36 years old. Mm -hmm. And when you say... Earlier you said that once we get... Older, we get a little bit, quote unquote, wiser. wiser. Yeah. So, I began to to embrace life more as it comes, uh, more as it was. So, I was like, I do love my job. Yeah, back then I was in a food food company, and I wasn't happy there. I, I said that wasn't me, and then I I bought. Back then, a Canon SL1, just to reignite, uh, re, re, uh, reborn my, 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 my passion, mm -hmm. reignite, exactly, my passion to for photography. And then, man, a, a big light came. And then I, I began to, to quit to take photos and to take of, of my girlfriend and, and everything like that. And, man, I was liking it. You know the feeling now. Nowadays, the phones are really good yes. with the camera are really yeah. good on iPhones, <laughs> but it's not a DSLR. It's not the mirrorless. That's not the same thing in your hands. So, like I said, in 2017, I, I lost my father, and it it forced it at at that time. I uh, it forced me to to reorganize my priorities. To reorganize what do I want to do with my life? Where do I want to be? And that's where, and at, at that time, I just, I've just met my girlfriend back then. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was a pretty new beginning for everything. I mean, new girlfriend, lost my father, not sure if I love my job or not, you know. So when I, a year later, uh, we found out that we're going to be parents. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, where, that's where everything clicked. I I quit my former job. I applied to a job that more resembled me uh, in communication, in marketing, uh, in, in in a place where I can put my creative side in front. Mm -hmm. And and aside that, I decided to launch my my my, my photography career. So uh, I launched my my uh, company, which is No Studio. No, for uh, my, my 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 baby boy, which is named uh, Nolan. Okay. So no studio, mm -hmm. and yeah, 2020, uh, 2022, and here we go. here we go. You're you you've switched to um, full time, not full time, but like you're you're doing more than photography now. Videography, content yeah, creation, yeah. podcast. Even in my job, when I applied in my job, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I launched my podcast three years ago. I'm a, I'm in season three right okay. now. So I've launched uh, photography. I'm for the last two years. I'm really, really, really into documentary, to document uh, passion, to document uh, everything that uh, I don't know how to say this, but if it's passion, if it's something that interests me, mm -hmm. or if it's something that I want to learn more about then I will document it. Okay. So, uh, and, and that's the same thing with my podcast. Everything we speak on my, my podcast goes from traveling, music, coffee, uh, photo, uh, hiking, camping, uh, how to live their dream, how to, 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 to be in gratitude, how to, 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 uh, to interpret our dreams yeah. and everything. So I speak about everything that 
passioned me and everything that I want to learn more from. So that's where I think we kind of uh, are the same vibe because like you said, you want to just have a conversation to, to know about people, to know about their journey. So I'm, I'm the same way with my podcast, with my photos. When I took contract for my photo, I don't do stage photography. Uh, I don't know if you know what I mean, but uh, to, to put uh, people in, in a too too uh, it's not predictable staged. yeah it's not staged it's yeah very natural um, exactly I, I prefer to 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 be at some event mm -hmm. or some random uh, happy hour and to take photo mm -hmm. and to, to, to grab the real it's almost emotion, like the real photography smiles. right like the, yeah no exactly, one is expecting exactly. you no one knows that you're there yeah, uh, I'm like a paparazzi. Yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> funny, Sebastian. Like this entire time you're you're telling your story, I feel like I'm living through your life because I find I found a lot of similarities to um okay. to your like how you view life, how you approach mm -hmm. things, and perhaps maybe even you know a part of your journey quite similar. So yeah, yeah. and so there's a lot there's a lot I actually wanted to say. Um, just to, to try to go ahead, you know, just to try to unpack that whole thing. Um, let's start with with the early 2000s, right? Like you were correct. Like in the mm -hmm. early two, 2000s, becoming a photographer wasn't really a career choice. It's not something that yeah. people will say, oh, yeah, good job. Like, I mean, that's that's a nice direction that you're taking. Most of the time, if you say um, I want to be a photographer, people will be like, why like they'll give you a weird look and be like <laughs> exactly. why would you want to be that and it's a week and you had to go to school yes you see? have to go to school you have to take pictures of rock stars to make money um exactly. it was such an odd time just because it wasn't so common and photography has been around exactly. for hundreds of years it's just it wasn't commercialized <laughs> right it wasn't available yep. to most people even though um film cameras have been around they were so expensive and then you had to develop mm -hmm. the films and so most of my life, I've kind of kept that inside as a dream, you know, a dream that I didn't want to express because I was scared, embarrassed. And I just had this conversation in my last podcast with a friend. And I said that my, my sister, I was young, my sister, my older sister, she meant well when she said this, but she asked me um, what I wanted to be when I grow, when, when I grow up. And I said, I wanted to be a photographer. And she kind of oh. like, you know, gave me that puzzled look. And she said, don't you want to be a lawyer or maybe a, a you know what I mean? <laughs> Something like that. And I'm like, yeah. no, because it's not who I am creatively. Mm -hmm. I don't even know why I said I wanted to be a photographer. It's just one of those maybe aspirational things. Like, I, I want to be a photographer. You know, some people dream of being rock stars. Some people dream of being yeah. famous actors. Like, I wanted to be a photographer. But, you know, I was in high school and photography okay. wasn't, Again, it's not a career choice. It's like you get lucky and you go to school in a very expensive school um, and you have a lot of mm -hmm. money and then you get paid a lot of money. It was so weird. And so I bought my yeah. first camera, first digital camera. Uh, it was a Sony yeah. DSC V3. I think it was like 2004. Okay. 2000, yeah, it's like a point and shoot camera. <coughs> and I was just like, let me try this. And so I didn't, I didn't even share any of my photographs. I did, I took yeah. photos. I, kept it in my hard drive, shared it on MySpace. I think it was MySpace back then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and only a few people... Oh, the 2000s. Yeah, only a few people saw it. And But I wasn't... I never intended it to be something that everyone would see. And so I... Yeah. Like you, it, it took me a, a long time. Actually, I bought like a couple of point-and-shoot <coughs> uh, point cameras after that. And it took me from the early 2000s to about when I got married in 2012. So in 2012, okay. like, no, 2010, I bought my first DSLR. But again, okay. it, was, it was a Nikon D200. And it was so, okay. so expensive. I mean, it was like maybe like $800. It was so expensive for me at that time. Yeah, but back then, yeah. And yeah. for someone who's not doing photography, exactly. that's a lot of it's, money. It felt like a luxury item. You know what I mean? Something yeah, that exactly. you can never... Yeah you can never make money of, out of. It's just something that you'd like to do. And so I bought that. Mm -hmm. I felt guilty for buying that because I'm like, who am yeah. I 
and again going back to like the <laughs> imposter syndrome like who am i to take yeah. photos like like the question always pops in my head um what was that question i can't think of it but it, it's basically like what is the um wh why would what, what is the reason why would you buy this like it doesn't make sense that's mm -hmm. it it doesn't make sense for you to buy a camera right that i always heard that like it doesn't make sense for you to spend so much money on a camera unless you're a, a wedding photographer and so i felt like an uh, an imposter exactly so i got married my wife gave me um a as a gift, a Nikon D7000. That was the first DSLR okay. I had that could take videos. And it was bad. <laughs> it was like a, a bad yeah. camera to take <laughs> videos with. But I was- It was meant for that. It was not meant for that. Yeah. It was an added you know, feature. And then fast yeah. forward to when I started this journey on Instagram, this was like 2017, 2018. That was when mm -hmm. I had to really convince myself to buy a better camera which was the sony a7 III yeah. when it came out and yeah. so that's that was it and i think from that point on um i lost my job I, i've been laid off three times in my entire career and so it's like it's that shaky feeling where everything is uncertain yeah. and i started to question myself and i started to say if everything is always going to be uncertain and shaky and unpredictable then why am mm -hmm. I hanging on to other people's promises yeah. of a better life, of a better experience? Yeah. To me, it's like, why won't, why won't I just take control of what I could or what I can and try to drive my life Father where I want it? Yeah, yeah, I want to take it, right? So that's basically exactly. what that experience taught me. So after I got laid off at the last time, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try my hand at being a freelancer. There's no turning back. And I had a, I had a baby girl already back back then okay. I'm like there's no turning back and I'm getting older I was 36 37 years old already like what am I waiting for and so moving forward yeah. everything just like kept it's amazing it's amazing what life like how life can change for you just by having a different perspective absolutely absolutely right so yeah my fa my father always used to tell me smile at life and life will smile back at you so mm -hmm. yeah so it's, it's one of those things that I'm still learning. Like this journey is exciting for me. It's, I'm so happy. Like yeah. one of the biggest differences that I can, I can say about myself before I would wake up in the morning. And the only thing I had to think about was I got to clock into work, make sure I mm -hmm. meet the numbers that the company demands, go home, get a paycheck and look forward to the weekend. And that was it. Yeah. It was like, that comfort zone, that familiarity was all the only thing that I was looking for. And, you know, back then it was okay. But then I realized that as I got older, I'm like, that's not what makes me happy. What makes me happy is exactly. being able to experience life, the things that I want to experience, hear the stories that I want to hear, talk to people, meet people. And what you said earlier, when you, 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 you were trying to experience the things that you were interested in, you know, that to me yeah. was just like, if I were to summarize it, you were just trying to enrich your life as best as you can, because in the back of yeah. our heads, we know that time is against us. Like we started kind of late in life. And so we're, it's almost like, well, maybe I'll speak for myself, but it's almost like I'm trying to make up for lost time. Right. Like I, uh, I wish I started this yeah, when I, I right. was, yeah, when I was 20, when I was in yeah. my teens. But I started, I, I just had the courage to start in my mid-30s. So it feels like I'm just trying to make up for lost time. And it's, and it's like, what else can go wrong? Like, there's nothing else that can go wrong. And once you, just <laughs> open, once you open yourself up to that, once you, you just accept that and be like, there's absolutely nothing that can go wrong other than you missing out on everything that life has to offer. Yeah. Suddenly exactly. the world just opens up and it's an amazing feeling. And now I wake up not knowing what to expect, but at the same time, excited, knowing that there are so many things that life can throw at me and I can either say yes or no. Just that having that choice to say yes or no. Having that control. Yes, yeah. it's yeah, exactly. amazing. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't guarantee you anything. But then again, if you think about it, no. like your life, my life, my past, I mean, the first few years of my life when I followed the rules and I did everything that I'm supposed to do. I'm using air quotes for those who are listening. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, things that I'm supposed to do, I followed them 
but yet I, there was no way for me to predict that I was going to get laid off three times and, you know, all the other things. Exactly. So it's the same thing. So why not just take what you can and enjoy it, you know, in your terms, I think, right? Like that's, I mean, that's at least, uh, exactly. That, at least that's how I, I see things. So when you were sharing that story, I really appreciated that. Cause I think like you and I have, I'm guessing, but very similar, um, I'd say we had similar similar views in life and you know how 100%, we approach it. 100%. Exactly. Because when you say that y you you used to work from Monday to Friday and then uh, punch out to uh, get to the weekend and everything. Uh, so many people are in this circle, in this vicious circle. But like you said, I've turned uh, I've turned around like I said in 2017. And I don't want to say that nothing bothers me because uh, I'm human. So there's something that, that will bother me sometimes. But every time that something happens, like the, in the now infamous uh, coronavirus, I do have that poise. And I say it in a really humble way, but mm -hmm. I do have that, that, po that poise to just, like you said, what can I do about this? Yeah. Can I do something? If so, what can I do? And if not, then just wash it off my hands and, 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 and keep going. And one other thing that you said that uh, reminds me of myself. When you said that you, you took a lot of pictures through the years and some of them, almost uh, nobody saw yes. them. That's exactly the same <laughs> thing. I do a lot of photo videos and something. sometimes I go on the trip with my, with my girlfriend and my baby boy. And I... I, I took so I, I take so many photos so many videos <coughs> and sometimes there I, I speak to my friends and they are like I didn't see this it's yeah that's normal I didn't put it because Instagram YouTube are, are are good and that's where we met so I think that's pretty good and that when it's well utilized I think that the, 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 the social media are a pretty big um, pretty big tool to, to, to connect with people, to, to make new friends, to, to, to learn some, some things. Uh, like I said in, in one of our email, when I redo my, redid my, 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 my home office, I, that's where I stumbled to your uh, YouTube chan yeah. uh, channel. <laughs> and that's where I was like, yeah, to put my desk in the middle of the, of, uh, of the, 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 the room, <coughs> even though it's a small space, it might work. Yeah. It might work. So not not the current setup that you yeah, have, but the, the one, one previous, th yeah. that you had there before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I think it might work. So I, 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 I've known you about uh, a home office uh, uh -huh. research that I did on YouTube. And then uh, I began to, to follow you on Instagram. And then you, 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 you made that stories about uh, do you, who wants to be on my podcast. And I... I've took a chance, and then here we are. So, no, <laughs> so like I said, that's great. That yeah, that's absolutely so great. Because I think I think one of the things, like I want to I want to point this out. And I I, did, I said this in my last guest, uh, Matt. Um, was it Matt? I can't even remember who my last guest because I I'm going through like a bunch <laughs> of like uh, recordings right now. But I did mention that I appreciated the courage to actually um, uh, reach out and say, uh, you know, hey, I want to be part of your podcast or it might have been you Sebastian I can't even remember I, I basically applaud you for reaching out because that's one thing that I learned in the last few years that um, so many things open up amazing things open up just by having that small courage in saying yeah. I want to try it or I want to put my name because the worst thing that could happen is you get ignored no. or they just say <laughs> exactly. not right now or maybe no and that's it yeah right that's exactly what i w what i told my girlfriend i was like i'm really uh excited i'm really pumped to do this but i'm so nervous but she was like then why did you ask and i was like yeah i want i wanted to be on this podcast but i didn't know that he would choose me so <laughs> no no it's it but yeah it's at amazing. the same time if if yeah, at the same time, if I uh, if I ask you, that's because I wanted to be on your podcast because I listened to your podcast. And uh, like you said, I think that knowing different journey about different kind of 
creator from all around the world. That's the beauty of social yes. media. You can speak, like you said, you have a, fr uh, a friend in France. Mm -hmm. I do have a friend uh, in Germany, in uh, Sweden, uh, which we spoke regularly, uh, one in Buffalo, New York. So uh, that's the beauty of, of social, social media. media. And yeah. Yeah, Isn't it exactly, amazing? Exactly. Isn't it amazing? Like when I was in high school and I was in college, like I had a bunch of friends, <laughs> but not international friends. Like it's just no, it's no, no, amazing. No, no. It's like I tell my wife this sometimes because she came from a more traditional um, career. So she's like, yeah. oh, I, I, you know, I, I'm meeting up with my friends for coffee or for dinner. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I miss doing that. And she's like, I'm like, I, you know, I should probably call some of my friends. And then I go, oh, wait. They're all in different countries. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I can't just hang out with everyone. So coffee with creators yeah. is kind of that social aspect for me. It's 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 exactly. a it's a chance for me to catch up and get to know other people because I don't have coworkers. All right, right. Like you guys are basically um, my coworkers, my friends, and I get yeah. to to talk to you. And it's it's so different because we're not experiencing the same thing. It, it, unlike, exactly. I mean. I, I appreciated it for a time when I would have conversations with my coworkers and we would talk about the weekend or the movie that we just saw or whatever. But in essence, we're all experiencing the same thing, but just with different perspectives. Exactly. It's very different and actually very enjoyable to hear other people's life experience or like their culture or their backgrounds because the conversation is a little bit deeper more than more than yeah, just like exactly. did you see that last show last week you know what i mean it's it's so different and that's why i appreciate this actually you know before uh, i just wanted to t uh, touch on this real quick too so yeah you mentioned that you you love taking photos and you didn't really care um about the quality of the uh, the technology that's available to us back then yes yeah. and this is something that i recently rediscovered as well and i i made a video about it and it only had a few hundred views it wasn't even uh a popular video but it actually was an enjoyable experience for me so sigma sent me some lenses to try out yeah yeah and i'm like you know let, me, let me try this out and i actually ended up buying one of the lenses because i loved it so much it's um it's one of their contemporary series and you have okay. the man like the full uh metal body of the lens it's a it's a prime lens i ended up with the uh, 35 um f2 are you using uh, I, uh yeah i'm using a, a canon body but uh, all my lenses are, are sigma, sigmas so are uh, awesome <laughs> i'm sold yeah. on sigma yeah and i'm like this yeah. this feels different this feels amazing and i found mm -hmm. myself using my old um a6000 camera or a6300 camera like not even my my two full frame cameras yeah. i ended up using my old a6300 and i kept everything to like manual and i even switched this is funny but i switched to jpegs instead of shooting in raw oh because i wanted to simulate that that whole just taking the photos um just sensation yeah. yeah it's not like it doesn't mm -hmm. matter how good the photo ends up but just that experience of looking through the lens finding something amazing and taking photos of it. So the problem, exactly. and this is what I wanted to get, the problem with social media, because you were right, like there's a lot of benefits to social media. You can share everything. You get to meet pe cool people and you get to share everything. Yeah. However, it, de it detracts from the experience that you are going through oh, as a photographer, 100%. right? So like for me, it didn't matter if the photos came out great because I, I think I said it something like, I said something like, you know, I can capture as many good <laughs> photos, like good photos, I think like what mm -hmm. social media might think would be good, but it never captures the the soul or the uh, the the feeling that I get when I'm exactly. taking that exact photos. So Sigma brought that feeling back. And so, yeah, I wanted to mention that because as you were telling me that story, I'm like, oh, this reminds me so much of my my Sigma experience as a yeah, it's a, and that's a photographer. Pretty yeah. That's pretty cool because when you say that you took your old bodies, I did this about at the beginning of the summer. Uh, I'm working with my uh, Canon M50 every uh, almost 85% of the time. But in that trip, I went to a little uh, camping trip with my my girlfriend and my boy, and I and I took out my Canon 60D, which is like 
I don't know, 2012. It's a pretty big camera. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> big and heavy <laughs> and everything. But I took it and like you said, it's not, it's it's pretty sharp. It's pretty, but the autofocus is, I don't want to say bullshit, but. It's not the best. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's not what, is, is what it is yeah. now. But like you said, I took it and I, and I had fun with it. Mm -hmm. It was big, it was massive, and, and I was like, Oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> and when when you when you think uh, when you speak about uh, either uh, Twitter or uh, Instagram, YouTube, name it, they do. Like you said, I I I I, I did. Uh, I'm uh, guilty. I think I'm guilty to 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 trying to have a niche and to to make photos look like what they want mm -hmm. the photos to look like but maybe a year ago I, I, i've switched and, and i was using the hashtag games and i was using all the thing the algorithm yeah. tells you to do but then the algorithm changes and everything it's well, everything resets you know to zero again exactly <laughs> so i've decided to just start at the beginning and mm -hmm. to just like you said take photos yeah. and then i was like i was into a product photography and everything like that and i i, I came and, and i wasn't not that I, i i i i wouldn't put personal photos on this <coughs> but when i switched i was like man that was a good trip why not put this on the insta on instagram yeah that th that was a good trip and i got so, so many good photos I, I just came back from a week-long trip in uh, Prince Edward Island here in Canada. And it was like not the, m not the most beautiful trip that I enjoyed because I think the, beautif the, the, the most beautiful trip that I had was in San Francisco uh, back in 2018, okay. I think. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that's another, that's another subject. <laughs> But... The, the photos, like I said, my son will turn three uh, next week, oh. August 25th. And so he, 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 he's, and I've always said, th said this, the children are so naive, but in a good yes. way, uh, in the sense that they enjoy the moment, mm -hmm. they enjoy the present moment. And at three years old, that's not when he was a, uh, a crawling baby or something like that. He, he's awake. He, he's he's dynamic and everything. So, just to take photos of him, to have uh, uh, a seashell, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. seashell in, in, in the ocean, and to 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 wonder what goes into the seashell, and to explain why what the seashell is about and everything, and to see his face just, whoa! I was like, so I I I, I took. I don't know, three, four hundred picture <laughs> about that. So <laughs> and those photos, just maybe four or five were on the social media. Ev all the others are on my hard drive. And you. It's just for you. Yeah. yeah. Aside my family, mm -hmm. no one will ever see those. And that's the beauty, I think, of capturing moments, capturing uh, those little simple things in life that makes us all so happy. And that so many just take it for, for granted. granted. So many just take their vacation that, like, I, I, I pay for them. I, I worked all year to have those, so I am embodied to ha have those. But they don't. I, I, I speak for myself. I don't, I don't say that everyone is like, like that. But so many people, like, like we said earlier, they work from Monday to Friday to have their weekend. And they work all year long to have their vacation. And once they are in vacation... They just, I don't think that they appreciate the moment as well as they should be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's makes it sense, makes sense, but yeah. mm -hmm. because it's like they, like I said, it's, it's like it's, it's granted for them. It's something that the company or, or the employer owes to them. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't think that's like that. I mean, to, to, to have those little weekend to have those little like i said earlier when you find a work that you love you don't work a day, a in, day your in your life yeah. again yeah exactly so that's that's where i'm at now mm -hmm. and that's where 
when I go on vacation, when I have a little breakfast with my son or with my wife, even though it's mundane, it's just a pancake breakfast on on Sunday. For me, I cherish I cherish this moment so much, and to to take photos of this, and nobody will saw will saw them, nobody. But I take photos of my son with all the flower, uh, fl- uh, yeah, yeah, flower, the uh, uh-huh. uh, the 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 eggshell and everything. So that's where I, I like we I came back to when we when we sp- when we spoke about the expat and everything. That's where taking photos to grab moment to not take again the actual uh technology from 2022 and go back to like you said your your, your old dslr and my old 60d and one of my friend uh who's a cameraman too uh he, he went to a trip uh a camping trip with a lot of his friends uh last weekend and he took out his canon 70 mm. which is like 2004 yeah. maybe 2005 yeah. and the photo came out so it were not as sharp as it was be yeah. it, it, it will be today but just the emotion just to capture the boys with the bag of chips and the fire camp and everything even though it was with a, a canon 70 from 2004 with a, a, a nifty 50 mm-hmm. and it was so the photo were so calming so relaxing so genuine i think that's the w- the right yeah. word genuine yeah. to to they're not staged they're not making a photo just to make a photo making a photo of my coffee just because the algorithm tells it me to put it, yeah. the coffee <laughs> on the table <laughs> yeah exa- <laughs> exactly so yeah yeah i, I these are two d- uh, very dangerous topics to to bring up sebastian because i will never shut up Which one? when it comes to like topics of my kids so anytime okay. anyone shares stories about their children, I get really excited because I can yeah I can relate to it, and so yeah, exactly. those are my two my like that's my passion. You know, my children are my passion. It sounds cliche, but I've said this so many times that it's a, a passion that I ju- I didn't know I had until I obviously had them. But um, you know, when I was younger, I never even imagined myself being a dad. Like how. I would be a terrible dad. You know, that's always what I thought. Like, I was afraid to hold yeah. babies of my nephews and nieces. But now it's, like, my favorite thing. And going to what you were saying, the other topic that is dangerous is the, talk, the topic about photography. I, I'm, I'm using the word dangerous as a joke because it's, like, mm-hmm. I know that it's something that's probably not as, as popular to talk about compared to, like, what gear are you using? What's the specs of this mm-hmm. and that? But yeah, I view photography as an experience, not necessarily exactly. as how sharp it is, what's the latest gear, how fast the eye tracking is or the autofocusing is or what the colors are. It really is an experience. It's a very personal experience. So when you were describing exactly. this this story, that to me is what photography is. You're capturing, you're capturing that memory. And it's ironic because exactly. that memory is on, only lives in your head and in your in your heart. Because no matter how good the photo is, when you see that photo, you remember the smell, you remember the feeling of the light exactly. hitting your skin, you remember the the sounds that are in the in the area. Those weren't captured in the photo. So what you're what I'm doing when I'm taking photos is I'm trying to remember that that very specific time so when i I feel like whenever i hit the shutter i'm capturing it at the very least you know what i mean exactly but when i show it to like my wife or someone else they'll be like oh it's a nice photo that's what they would say right (laughs) like it's a nice photo but to me i'm like that's an amazing memory you know what i mean like when i when i look at that photo that is an amazing memory ironically it's only for me because that that's what i remember and every single time i hit the shutter i remember that moment so uh, that's what photography is to me, not what the lens is, what the camera is, what the specs are, or what the color's like, or how sharp it is. It's what that memory is. And so um, going back... That's what it should be. Yeah, exactly. So going back to what you also, um, you said, your kid, when he was playing with the seashell, and you had like, you took like 400 photos of him. And I'm like, that's exactly <laughs> how, I, yeah, how I approach my kids too. I'm always like taking photos of them. And I'm just like, 
it doesn't like they look funny they they look like they're not something that anyone would print out and hang on their wall as a big picture because it's not probably not the best photo but it's my favorite because it's like you're capturing all these moments yeah, exactly and also like i have two kids right now one is six and one is four so okay. my son is four and even my six-year-old it's amazing how much they've taught me as a creative because oh, absolutely. it's like when you were describing it when when you're child your your son sees something and experiences something for the first time his eyes light up and he's like exactly. what is this is amazing and i'm like and when you when uh -huh, go ahead and when, when when we say what it is they're like you're kidding me it's not that <laughs> yeah it's that so yeah when, it's when, 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 oh yeah i was just gonna say that when did we lose that sense of wonder as uh, adults like why do yeah. we lose that because Sure enough, I don't, I have not experienced everything in life. So there are so many things that I still have yet to experience. I still have yet to see. Mm -hmm. I still have yet to hear. Why don't I have the same wonder? And why can't I express the same wonder? So I think that's how I approach meeting people. For example, I have that same mm -hmm. wonder and curiosity, maybe, maybe not as expressive as my children, because frankly, yeah. maybe people would just think I'm weird if I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know, like, that's great. But I mean, which we should do, but right, we should. And it's, it's, it's a, such a freeing um, and an amazing experience because that doesn't really go away. We suppress it. We suppress that, that sense of wonder just because we feel like we shouldn't be doing that. So I'm living my yeah. life through my kids again. And it's amazing. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I just wanted to share that. And if you want my two cents about this, I think, uh, and I speak about this plenty of times with my friends, with some people in my in my surrounding. Y you ask why and when do we lost that wonder and everything? Kids are so, like I said, naive. They there no racism. There no. There is nothing about language, about about religion, about everything. What I think might uh, fool them is when they grow up, that's the adult that put them put that in their minds. Yes. I mean, mm -hmm. that's the adult that will tell them, don't go, don't go play with that with this little boy. He's too this or too that or not <laughs> even not enough this or not. That's not the kid. The kid doesn't care. Yeah. If I I spoke with someone who's his. Uh, uh, son was, I think, five years old, and in his kindergarten class, uh, they 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 they, uh, they welcome a bunch of artisan um, artists. Uh, uh, I don't know how to say this, but uh, a little bit retarded. Oh, I'll see. I'll okay, yeah. Uh, um, okay, mm -hmm. and they were like eight to ten years mm -hmm. old, about, and the parents knew that. Uh, uh, my my friends knew that. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, he asked his son, how, how, how was your day? <coughs> and he was like, we had new friends. Okay. How was, how was the day? How was them? Our day. Our day. They were tall. They didn't, rem they, they didn't even notice that they were different. different. The only thing that they the uh, how can I say this? The only thing that they noticed was that they were taller because they are a bunch of five years old mm -hmm. who are about, I don't know, three feet, three feet. Yeah. And there are five, six kids of eight and ten years old, which are taller, uh, yeah. uh, much taller. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that noticed his son was they were taller. Not that they were different. They were acting different. Mm -hmm. They were acting stupid. They were acting... No. So that's where I say that the kids are so naive, but in a good way. They see this, they, they, they see things how it is. So if they see something that makes them smile, they will smile. Cry, they will cry. Uh, happy, they'll be happy. They, they won't have that. Do I look like a fool if yes. I smile? Do I look like There's a fool no if I... There's no judgment. There's no fear. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's where... Like you said, you, you made the turn too. And I did this, like I said, 2017, when I lost my father, I had a big 
uh, enlightenment in on life. Mm -hmm. So that's where I started to just, I don't want to say that I am careless or that I don't care about everyone's opinion, but <laughs> I, I do in a sense, because like I said, I want to make this, if you love it, fine. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, I don't, yeah. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, you can say whatever and you want to hear. I mean, you want to <laughs> say. <laughs> so th that's where, when you say you, you live your life in the eyes of your kids, that's exactly the same yeah. thing. Yeah. I see my son sometimes just be amazed with so many little things in life. Like like I said, a nutshell with a little a mollusk. I don't know how to say uh -huh. this in, in English, but a um, little lobster. Yes. Not, not a lobster, but you know uh -huh. what I mean? What's in the, 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 the seashell? just to watch him go, there's another one, and there's another <laughs> one. Oh, I'm going to catch it. <laughs> it was like so, I, I was taking pictures. And we should be like this. We, we should, we should like have, mm -hmm. yeah, we have a sunset. Whoa, the sunset are, take it for granted. Mm -hmm. But when we see a sunset, we should be like, oh, wow. We had, <laughs> that's great that we think, that, that we speak about this, because maybe two or three days ago, here in Canada, we had a sunset which blew the sky rose yeah. pink. Oh my god! And it, it was pink all over the place. Uh -huh. And me and my girl was like, "Fuck, that's a pretty, pretty impressive sunset." Yeah. yeah. But we don't take that time to enjoy simple things in life, like a sunset. Exactly. Because <laughs> we have the sunrise in the morning. We you work. Take we have it the for granted. You lose that wonder, exactly. that 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 amazement. Just Which last we week, no, we shouldn't. The last week, I I had this conversation with my wife, and I said, because um, I took a day off, I think last week, because I was starting to feel a little bit stressed, and I'm like, why don't I do something that I enjoy, just because I enjoy it? So I went to go. I drove about an hour away from where I live, up in the mountains, just to take pictures of the sunset and the mountains, and I have a bunch there of pictures. Go. I only shared like five of them. And I have like a lot more that I re I think look nice, <laughs> but again, those yeah. photos are for me, and that experience mm -hmm. was for me alone, and so it felt um, I felt rejuvenated because I was living in that moment, just enjoying it, exactly. and it was great because I didn't have cell reception there, no signal, so it's like I wasn't forced to check my social media or anything like that. So exactly, and then I came exactly. home, and then I said. I told my wife, why don't we drive up to the mountain next week? And then she goes, why? I'm like, well, why don't, why do we have to have a reason? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, we don't have to have a reason. Let's just go watch the sunset. And she goes, that's so boring. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, I get it. So I'm like, I'm going to, no. I'm, I'm going to take my kids one of these days. Yeah. Uh, Cause I know they still appreciate it. Like just like last night, my son, my son goes, daddy, look at the moon. And you know, we see the moon every night. You know what I mean? But we don't exactly. look at, we, we're like, oh, yeah, that's the moon. I don't even look at it. I just know the moon's right there. But my, my uh -huh. son is so, he's still filled with wonder that he looks at it and points at it and asks questions about it and stares exactly. at it. He's four years he, old? Yeah, he's four years old. So it's like, yeah, you know, why, about the same age. why can't we be like that? But yeah, it's, it's, it's such an amazing experience to have children. And I firmly believe that you exactly. don't have to have kids to have this mind, no, no, no. like the shift in your mindset um, to us, just us both uh, to us. It was a, a realization. It was a moment where we're like, Hey, I don't have to be an adult in this sense. Like I don't always have to be serious. Like why do I have to be so serious? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. It, it's, it's just a, it's, it's such Ask a, ask my girlfriend thing. about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it happens really a lot that, like I said, my baby boy will turn three, so he's a bit of goofy head like, like his father. So when him and me just go on a crazy, uh, how can I say this, a childish, uh, a really childish moment, my girlfriend w is like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> and I, I, I look at her and I don't, you know, that's just the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're about to, to, to make your li life a living hell with both of us. But... My father uh, is going to be a little bit emotional, but my father, the, the, the weekend which he, he passed away, he told me that, Sebastian, you're now the alpha dog of the family. 
and I have a, a bigger brother, mm-hmm. and I have my mother is always uh, around, and I've always been the even though I'm the 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 uh, the youngest one, I've always been the one who who cares uh, and, and who carries the family okay. because mm-hmm. when my my mother got cancer, maybe about eighteen uh, tw- years ago. I was the one who was there because my my brother had a job outside of uh, wh- where we live, so he couldn't be there. My, when my brother got some heartbreaks, because my father is uh, my my, father, my brother is now forty five, mm-hmm. and he's uh, he has a girlfriend now, but it's not enough. So when he have his his plenty uh, heartbreaks, that's always me who who picks him up. So my father, when he, he passed away, he told me. Uh, son, you're now the alpha dog. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I, I didn't know what the alpha dog really was. Mm-hmm. Then when I, when, when I, uh, when I uh, heard that I was going to be a dad, I was like, oh, is this, is this, it, it is it to, to be an alpha dog? But I wasn't sure yet. When I knew that, it was going to be a baby boy. I was like, oh, is this it? Mm-hmm. Is, is this the alpha dog in me? But not I yet. But the day that I saw him, the first second that I saw Nolan, I was like, okay, that's the alpha dog. <laughs> Something awakening in me to be like, okay, that's what my father told me. And it, it was like 2019. So that was two years later that my, th- that my father died. So I, I had that, okay, that's, that's the feeling t- of being the alpha dog. And alpha dog doesn't mean to be uh, the powered one or to be the, the on top of the mountain. That's, not, that's mm-hmm. just to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And to be a leader doesn't mean to be an adult at all time. Uh, I think you know what I Correct. mean. Because yeah. like you said, I do have my childish uh, moments. There are some things that I say sometimes and I have those moments like you say with my with my baby boy who's just like who's the three years old and who's the 42 <laughs> years old now that's just that's just crazy but yeah man I, 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 I do live my life and I I don't want to protect a Nolan to, to make mistakes be- yes. because it will do he, he will he, make mistakes he will have yeah. some yeah he, yeah and but can I can I at least warn him mm-hmm. to be careful about something? So, yeah, w- we do live through them. We do wish, uh, like, like, like we said earlier, w- we wish that they will see the world with the pink glasses every single day of their lives. Yeah. I hope yeah. you will. I hope you so will. too, yeah. Because um, to, um, when you were s- mentioning being the alpha dog or being in your X spot, um, to me, I interpret that as being comfortable with who you are exactly. and what you like and living with intention, making sure that you are living your truth. You know, And when I say living your truth, you're doing the things that make you happy because I exactly. firmly believe I cannot make my family, my kids happy if I am not happy. That, that, you, that expression, you cannot pour from an empty cup. That's very true, exactly. right? You can't, you can't give them anything if you, ha- you don't have it yourself. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. one of those things 100%. that, yeah, my, my, that really realization is still coming to me. It's not, I, I, sometimes I forget. Sometimes um, for people, we're busy. We, we go through life and we get, we get lost in the shuffle. You know, it's normal. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think... We're human. Yeah, we're so human. Yeah. But I think as we get older, we live with a little bit more intention. You start to realize, okay, this is how, you know, it, it, it should have been. And so I'm being exactly. mindful as best as I can to teach my kids to be the same. And then now I exactly. remember the last conversation I had, it was actually with Jeremy. Jeremy is a filmmaker. He's an indie filmmaker. And that episode, that was the last episode of the podcast that I recorded, um, he mentioned that he was very grateful to be in his position to be making films because his both his parents were supportive. They were both creatives. They made sure that he had everything that he needed to get there. 
Um, but I think at the same time, it felt like uh, he wasn't apologizing, but it felt like okay. when you're in that position, you feel like you have to validate your um, why you're there. And what yeah. as he was telling that story, that's what I was thinking. But luckily, I mean, fortunately, he was like, and the only reason I'm saying this is because I wanted to make sure that people understand that I don't take it for granted, right? And it's like, to me, when he said that, I'm like, that, you know, that makes me, that made me feel incredibly proud of him. He's not my son, you know what I mean? But it made me feel yeah. incredibly proud of him because as a parent, as a parent, yeah. all I want for my kids are the best, right? And so the things that I experienced in my life that I could improve, I tried to apply it to their lives. So if my parents, yeah, for exactly. example, weren't as supportive, I'm going to be a little bit more supportive to them. I want to make sure that I listen to them. I want to make sure that I, I understand what their passions are, what they want. And so to me, um, I'm going to send them to like film school if that's what they want to do. I'm going to give them all the opportunity if that's what they want to do. And that should exactly. never be a point of maybe embarrassment or shame for them as if they don't deserve it. Like you're not a real fil filmmaker because you went to school for it or your parents paid for it or, or whatever. Yeah. The only thing I ask from them is they don't take it for granted. And if they don't take exactly. it for granted, then I think that's good. I mean, that's all like they, they know what hard work is. They know that not everyone has the same opportunities and privileges. And exactly. if they don't take that for granted, that's all we can ask for. And, I, you know, I just want them to grow up to be amazing human beings, like kind human beings is my number one thing. Yeah. Like that's my yeah. number one um, wish for them. And I think everything else will just yeah. follow. So a hundred percent. And we, we are so into that, too, because all we want for our, our son right now is to be polite, to be to have great values, to have like you said to be grateful mm -hmm. if he goes to granny's or, or, or grandpa to to have a dinner just be grateful yes. about that i don't care if you don't have the most fun of your life but be grateful you have that moment with them be grateful about that if you go to uh, like like i said we, we went to a week-long trip in the east side of canada there's some other kid that will go all over the world yeah yeah but to just have that 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 moment, uh, the three of us in the east coast of Canada, with no agendas, no time, no no limits, and just just fun time. Yeah. That should be enough to just, like you said, be grateful about this moment. When we came back, when we we'll come back, and you you go back to the kindergarten, it will be another thing. But now, just take the moment as it come. Mm -hmm. And I think I think if 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 we uh, teach them young, I think it can only. I mean, if if we teach teach them right, if we teach them young, I don't know how this could this could turn bad. Yeah. Uh, I mm -hmm. mean, that who who wouldn't be grateful? Who wouldn't like to be grateful to be alive to have that moment to have? So that's not a thing, like you said. It's nothing about money. It's nothing about popularity. It's nothing about your job. It's nothing about... No, no, no. It's just about the moment. So if you're fine, if you're well, if you're happy in this moment, cherish it and go ahead. So like you said, if you want to study in whatever domain that you want, go ahead and we'll figure it out back w w when we get there. Yes, so yes exactly. That's wonderful. So many yeah, things. Yeah, that's a wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sebastian, <laughs> I bet you weren't expecting us to be talking about kids when you. <laughs> no, no, I, I actually not at all, not at all. So I didn't know. I, I knew we were we, we would talk about photography and, but that's that's why I think I, I applied to your podcast to know I know you from your YouTube and your Instagram, but I don't know. Michael Soledad, <laughs> the man. Yeah, so I'm, I think that's cool too. Yeah, no, that's that, cool I too. appreciate that. That's uh, that's one of the things I'm very outspoken about. Like I'm, and like you know, I'm, yeah. I love to be, I love talking about my kids, my family. Um, yeah. Not because we're the perfect family. Brad enjoyed it. It's just this is the experience. This is again, I'm living yeah. with intention. This is who I am, and this is what I like to talk about. And 
if there's any joy or gratitude that I can share with that experience, why not? Mm -hmm. Right. So that's, that's, exactly. that's one of the things that I just absolutely love, but I know we went over the hour already. So, and we barely touched <laughs> photography, but I did. I, yeah, I, but that's a beauty. It, that's a beauty. I know, it's a beauty of the conversation, just getting to know each yeah. other. But this also gives us another opportunity, actually many more opportunities in the future to come back, revisit, and maybe talk about of something course. else. So, that said, I would love to have you back on the podcast whenever you're free. And whenever you yeah, want. Yeah, we can talk more <laughs> about what photography is, like maybe how you run yeah. your business and all that stuff. But this is a good, good, what I gear think, I use, everything. Yeah, <laughs> a good introduction to um, Sebastian yeah. and what he does. And, you know, maybe next time um, we might start going down that rabbit hole of talking about kids again, but who knows? I mean, it's a <laughs> conversation. But it probably will happen. It probably, probably will happen. happen. <laughs> yeah. But I appreciate you uh, finding the time yeah. today. And I know we got confused with the Thank recording you, time. This actually works out. I actually prefer the earlier than the uh, the, the the later time yeah, we're supposed I, to I, <laughs> record. And like I said, I went to San Francisco, so I knew, but <laughs> I, I kind of flipped. So yeah, this morning I was like, did. Does it still? That's why I through? was wondering. I was like, "Why is he emailing me again? Like, did he get confused?" <laughs> the time? So it's in three hours. It's not even near. So yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, it's one p.m. minus." Um. I know that's another thing that we both have in common. Like, I get uh -huh. so lost with the time. But before we go, can you uh, share with everyone how they can find your work, or maybe discover you, or um, oh, follow you? <laughs> Pretty easy. I mean, uh, Sebastian.Jubainville uh, for my Instagram. Uh, YouTube, Sebastian Jubainville. Uh, that's easy as that. And like I said, I don't have a niche. I don't have, I do product photography, portrait, family related stuff, coffee related stuff, whiskey related stuff, tech related All stuff. All the good stuff. I all yeah, exactly. Stuff. All the yeah, exactly. So that's it. Sebastian dot on Instagram. How do you spell and your last Sebastian name Jubainville. for people who are not familiar? J. Mm -hmm. uh, no, Sebastian dot J U B I N V I L L E. There you go. Yeah. And what's your podcast, there by you the way? The No Show. The No uh, Show. I'll, I'll send you the link. Okay, yeah. The No Show. Uh, like I said, I'm on season three. Mm -hmm. That's all in French, though. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Maybe you have some uh, maybe, yeah. some listener that are French. So uh, yeah. if, if if there's if there's some, uh, go listen to the The No Show on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all, all the the podcast platforms. There you go. That's awesome. Well, Sebastian, it's been a thanks pleasure. for having me. Oh man, like yeah, no, thank yeah, you yeah, for same here. yeah, thank you for being a guest. Love the conversation. Love getting yeah, to know you. Same. Um, we'll be doing same this here. more for sure. Definitely. We'll be doing this some more. I'll invite you again. Um, we just have to find a schedule. So that's that's uh, now that the ice is broken. Uh, yeah, whenever you want. There you go. We can have <laughs> even even we can dive even, even deeper into these conversations. This is going to be fun. That's awesome. We will. We <laughs> will, sir. We will. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure and thank you so much. Um, again, for the, those who are listening, please uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and please share it with your friends and family so you can help us or help me grow the Coffee Creators podcast. This is this makes it more discoverable across all platforms if you do that. Also, rate the show if you can. Apparently, you can do that now on Spotify. But um, yeah, thanks again. I'll see you guys very, very, I'll see you guys again very, very soon. Take care.